Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, Philip talks about Bitcoin versus altcoins, his thoughts on the Shiba Inu coin, and why he believes coin will compete with Bitcoin anytime soon as store of value. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, another episode. Great weekend. This weekend for me is extremely great. My Astros won, Saints won. Uh, you know, my family is Cowboys fans, mother in law. Uh, wife is 50 50, she's Cowboy and Saints. And my boys, since I'm a Saints fan and uh, my wife's family is Cowboys fans, they're Cowboys fans. So I root for the Cowboys, for my boys, for my wife, for the family. So they won. FC Dallas, we went to our first Major League Soccer uh, game. Uh, they won. Uh, my Rockets lost. So that was that was the one, one downside. But, hey, I'll take that weekend. So great weekend. Had a good time. Hope you enjoyed yourself. Uh, let's get to the podcast episode. So I got a question this morning from my number one question asker, TJ Charles Johnson. Kingdom Martial Arts in San Antonio, Texas, best Muay Thai school in the U.S., in the West. But, um, uh, you know, the question, which is, you know, my thoughts on uh, SHIB and crypto versus versus Bitcoin. And uh, and he asked the question, knowing my answer, because we had a lot of conversation, but he thought it might be a, a good topic um, to talk about on the podcast. So let's, let's go into it. Here's the big difference. I often, and if you've seen some of my podcast titles, I separate Bitcoin from crypto, which is not unique. A lot of Bitcoiners do that because they are very different. So Bitcoin actually solves a real world problem uh, better than the uh, alternative solution. So, for example, as I mentioned before, it replaces the central bank's and the corruption that comes when you centralize power. Clearly, whenever I describe the monetary system of Bitcoin versus the current system, 100% of the people have chosen they would like the rules of Bitcoin over the current monetary system. So then you look at crypto. So these are the, and I, and I separate all the rest of them out because, you, well, you'll understand, uh, but they are mostly possible solutions but the problem is there is a, a, a race to the bottom. So let's use two big ones. For example, you have and I'm and I'm separating. I, I actually don't consider NFTs uh, alternative uh, or, or crypto. Right. And it, or, well, let me say not altcoins. They are in the crypto universe, but they're like separate. They're more the NFTs are true. Right. NFTs are going to be the future. They are, but they're more applications. So they're they're going to be more products and services sold um, digitally. You actually, and, and, and you can actually do NFTs, um, the super centralized uh, blockchain, but they're not like altcoins um, in, in, in my mind. They're a whole separate deal. You can actually build NFTs on top of Bitcoin. So they're, they're more of a technology uh, than anything 
And so I'm separating that out from the conversation. I'm talking specifically altcoins. I'm going to use two of the the the, the most known, most uh, used ones, Ethereum and Doge. So Ethereum is competing to be the application layer of the blockchain ecosystem. Uh, but you know, so you own their coin, you get the opportunity to create applications on the on the system. the The problem for me with uh, the Ethereum and the other Me Too Ethereum, so you got Solana, Cardano, all of them trying to compete to be Ethereum. It's, it's it's a race to the bottom. Meaning, if you if you when you understand blockchains, the most important reason to use a blockchain technology is decentralization, decentralizing a database like Bitcoin does for central banks. So when you so when you decentralize, you by nature are going to create a less efficient process, but more secure, right? It's, it's, centralization is super efficient. Look at China. They can like do a lot because they're super centralized versus America, who we have a decentralized political system and it takes a while to, to do things, right? That That's bad and good, but the good is it, it's, a, it's a more secure system. It's less, it's less corruptible than a super highly centralized system. And so Ethereum says, hey, we... We, we quote unquote want to be as secure as Bitcoin, which is not possible off the bat, but we also want to be cheaper, faster than the than the than them at the payment level for, for transactions on the on the base layer level, which, you know, Bitcoin stance on that was, hey, we'll just build a layer two on top of a secure network, which is better than building a less secure network at the base and build on top of a less secure network. So Ethereum says. We're going to trade security for speed and fees. Uh, but when you do that, then it's a race to the bottom because now you have Cardano, Solano, all of them saying uh, we're cheaper and we're faster at the base layer versus and, 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 and that race to the bottom is just pushing you more towards. Well, why don't you just use AWS, which is uh, a centralized database system for, for cloud storage, which is what Amazon, Amazon owns or Microsoft Azure. So you go back to what you already have in the legacy world. So it's really no better than legacy world because you're going to keep coming up with faster, cheaper coins until you get that way. And so from, from a, from a long-term store of value, this creates a problem, which, and I'm explaining that in the context of in, investing, right? Cause a lot of folks are investing in these coins to make money. Um, but the problem is it's going to be a tough long store, long-term store of value because there's a unlimited supply of, coins that are trying to be cheaper and faster at the base layer. And we know if, if you understand technology and how things play out that you end back at Microsoft Azure or, you know, Amazon, you just, you have a, you, what you really have is a lot of people in the venture capital world who are now able to invest in these coins at a at pre-seed or before they're offered to retail investors. And then they can cash out on retail investors uh, and they're making just tons of money. So it's a, it's a ton of money doing it. They keep creating new coins that are cheaper, faster. People fall for it because they want to get rich quick and we'll get into this. And it's a it's a uh, repeatable process. And so that's the big problem for me with Ethereum as a store of value. By the way, what I'm not saying is these coins, I'm not saying they won't be around. I think they will be around because they're going to all have different use cases for what they do. What I'm specifically speaking to when, I se- when I'm talking about separating Bitcoin from crypto is I'm speaking to them being a good long-term place to store value over the long term, right? Uh, um, 
I, I, I put Bitcoin in, in its own category uh, for that. Let's also look at Doge, right? So Doge is, Doge is specifically just a, a, a coin for like getting rich quick for retail investors. The, the YOLO, right? You only live once type of trade. So you had, you know, you had Doge for it first. Now you have, uh, what's that? SHIB, S-H-I-B, right? And that's made a lot of money for some retail investors buying lotto tickets, um, you know, recently. And then, and you, you know, my, my prediction is you're going to keep seeing this play out over and over and over again. Once, because there's only so much buying power in the retail space. And so they're going to keep looking for penny stocks, right? Which is basically, this is a version of penny stocks to all pile into to try to see if you can earn a lot of ticket. And, and since there is with these cryptocurrencies, just like with uh, Ethereum and uh, Dogecoin, it's just code. So you can copy, paste, snap, snap a little label around it, maybe change a few things if you want to be a little bit honest with it and then go market it and try to get rich quick. So there's an unlimited supply of, of Dogecoin type tokens. And, and the reason why you want to categorize this is for something to be worth something over time, it has to be scarce. There needs to be scarcity. And so Ethereum is not really scarce because you can because it's competing for uh, cheaper, faster at the base layer, which is a bad idea in the first place. But you, you got to own that money. It's going to continue to just create new coins to market to the masses because that's what they're looking for. And it's going to be a race to the bottom. Same with Doge. The, 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 the lotto ticket in meme form um you're going to keep having this lotto ticket because there's again no same as ethereum no barrier to entry for creating new coins this behavior will continue to play out because human beings have been gambling since the beginning of time now people might say well anybody can create a bitcoin field i'm like bitcoin is hard to recreate because you have to a have no central authority who runs bitcoin and the good the good thing about satoshi nakamura who created it uh, they, he, she, whoever it was, like went dark and went invisible. So there's no Vitalik Buterin or, you know, founders that people that that have weight over the community in Bitcoin. Uh, B, it's the most decentralized. So it there there is no pre-mining or there are no 20% held for developers. There uh, there there is no um, um, uh, board that oversees Bitcoin. There is no leader. There is no CEO. It's completely decentralized. Uh, there's no leaders to corrupt. Uh, it has a network advantage lead in that category. And so if somebody wanted to try to recreate the same thing anonymously with Bitcoin today and start back over, right? You, you They're going to have to A, build a strong of a network and then not change anything for over a decade because Bitcoin's monetary policy has been 21 million from the start. No change like Ethereum, um, no going from a different proof of work to proof of stake. It's a very consistent solid monetary base. So you gotta get the network and then you have to have the time advantage over the network. And the way to think about it in a simple version is even though everybody hates Facebook, they still have to be on Facebook because that's where everybody else is. So it's the network effect. Uh, or, you know, think about, uh, how the telephone got invented, right? You know, if there's one telephone is not super useful, but the more people have different lines, the bigger that network becomes and the harder it becomes not to use telephones in your life. And so um, Bitcoin has the network effect 
a secure base layer system, which is what crypto is. It's the best application for crypto uh, and it's decentralized and leaderless. So you so trying to recreate that when it's a over a trillion dollar asset is basically at this point, like next to impossible. And so it sits alone and it's scarce. So so makes it scarce. And it's also scarcity built into the code with it never being 21 million, which makes that if you check the box for what makes a great place to store value, it's scarcity, it's consistency, it's transparency, and it's a monopoly. And it absolutely has a monopoly um, as digital gold in the marketplace. And it's building all the other applications that are happening in crypto on layer two off the base chain on things like lightning, liquid, um, and, and, and all these other um, stacks, all these other uh, types of coins built built on top um, of the layer one platform. And that's a little nerdy, so I won't go down that path in this conversation. Here, third part I want to cover is like the gambling mindset. And so what you have to, uh, what you have to assess when I, when I talk about, you know, people who are chasing the new Ethereum's and the new Doge coins, Basically, what's happening is it, it's, it's marketers and people appealing to the gambler's mindset. So people will, will wonder, you know, how has the lottery made so much money consistently every single year when the odds of anybody winning is like next to nothing? Right. So if they're giving away billions and billions of dollars every lotto, they're making multiples of that. So why do people keep falling for it if the odds of you actually winning the lottery are like basically zero? Um because human beings, like we got this weird thing where we want something for nothing. We want a small amount of effort and a big payout. And, uh, and so that it preys on um, the, the people who uh, have not changed that bug in the human mind. I call it, the, uh, you know, a, a, a symptom of um, or residual of the poverty mindset. And, and you'd be shocked, like people that have no money have that bug and people that have money have the bug. It, it's 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 it is not uh, just because somebody has or makes a lot of income doesn't mean they don't have that bug right that that bug I know people who are great business owners who who can make a lot of money but it's diff- it's a different skill set to make generate income right and be a, a a really good investor to be a really good investor you have to remove that gambler's mentality out of your mindset which which makes you put your money in things where the odds are undoubtedly against you, right? Vegas built their whole city off of that niche in humans. Um, again, so people chase penny stocks. Uh, this is why so many traders who go into trading uh, don't make any money because uh, they are, you know, chasing the short term type stuff. Um, and, 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 and so this is, this is altcoins, right? It, uh, it attracts that type of thinking and and since the beginning of time, like I mentioned, humans are that way. And so pe- marketers, these VCs or these developers who create these other meme coins are going to continue to play to that narrative because it's the it's the easy way to steal money from people who have some money in their pocket. Again, the government does it every single year. Vegas built this city off of it. And so why wouldn't this play out in the digital world? And so you have smart investors, long term thinkers that are accumulating Bitcoin over here while the while the masses that haven't fixed that bug are chasing get rich quick schemes. So people are like, ah, oh, yeah, Philip, whatever. I'm like, listen, when have you, when, when, let me break it down. If you have an asset that's been growing at, you know, over a hundred percent a year, something like 200% a year, you know, for over a decade with a better monetary policy 
than the current one that we currently have. Why wouldn't you just put a bunch of money into that, right? But people say, well, Philip, 200% a year isn't good enough. I mean, what? I mean, even if it was 100% a year, even if it were 50% a year moving forward, that's a you can get stupidly rich by investing 10, 20% of your money into that over 10, 20 year period of time, right? Over a 10 year period of time. And I'm what I'm not saying is that 50% a year or whatever is for sure. I'm saying the odds of that happening are stupidly high and in your favor. And I'm I'm using a conservative number. And so if you have that bet, why would you even worry about it? Why would you worry about chasing these bets where the odds are not in your favor? The application of the crypto is not as solid as a solution. Uh, it's because it's a gambler mentality. I mean, that's 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 the only other um, reason. Now, you know, um, is it, you know, if you if you if 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 you you know if if you're still going to do it because you want to have a good upside, and and if it does work out, uh, kind of like the VC mindset, you know, you can make a lot of money. Cool, but it still perplexes me. The people have, I mean, I would say maybe dedicate 20 percent of your crypto portfolio to that. But I I know people who are putting the vast majority of their crypto portfolio towards doing that. And I mean, it's a lot of it is just the gambler's, you know, mindset, um, in, in, in my opinion. Um, so to sum it up, if you want to be a good long-term investor, think about, and only you can do this work. Think about, uh, do you know the odds? Do you really understand technology, uh, that you're investing in? Do you understand if it's better than, what it's currently trying to replace, why, right? Don't guess, no, do the homework. And if you don't know, then don't put your money in things you don't know. Look for one foot hurdles, like Warren Buffett said. I, I would, um, I think the most important thing that I tell, uh, that I share with investors is most, the best investors are not gamblers. People think that they're like super big risk takers. Mm-mm, they're risk avoiders. You know, they're the ones that say, I've assessed the odds of all of my options and I'm going to go with the odds that give me the best chance of being right with making, you know, above average money. And that play, like, it makes no sense to to not do Bitcoin. Heck, if you want to, I'm not recommending this, but I'm like, if you really want to juice your returns, then I would be thinking about, okay, if Bitcoin is a good bet with a good long-term return, then how do I... You know, how do I, you know, borrow money cheaply for a long period of time and invest it into Bitcoin? So, for example, if you know that you have, you know, a few thousand bucks a month or a thousand bucks a month of extra cash flow, right? I mean, you can invest that directly into Bitcoin and or maybe you go, you know, take out money from your from your home equity, you know, which is a 30 year mortgage that can, um, you know, with, with low rates today you know, take out as much as you can afford for your free extra money and take that big check of change and buy Bitcoin with it. Um, you know, if you really, if you want to juice your returns, that's a, that's a way to be, you know, more risky with the uh, risk reward on your side, because even if your bet doesn't pay off, if, if, if you've only, if you, if you can pay the note that you took out when you refinanced your mortgage and took that cash out, then, then you're good. But if you're right, you can have that equity work better for you. I'm not, again, I'm not advocating for this. I'm not saying do this. This is, this is a, this is somebody who is highly confident, you know, on their bet. But 
I mean, these same people, I feel like if you're putting money into Doge or SHIB, then you're you're saying I have super high risk tolerance and I want to take crazy amounts of risk. I'm just saying if you're going to do that, like do it smarter. Like This would be the smarter way that's going to give you, in my opinion, a potentially um, way bigger net worth. Right. With with, you know, with less risk because you're betting on a uh, solid, you know, a, a more solid asset and you can afford the note. So I hope this helps people think through uh, Bitcoin versus crypto and what's going on with the SHIB coin. The hardest part in investing is watching other people make money, especially when it seems super foolish. Right. It seems crazy. You feel like you're losing out on something. Don't don't uh, doubt yourself. Resist those emotions. Go meditate. Turn the TV off. Exit that group chat or Facebook group. Uh, Think clearly. Use first principles and it will help you be a great investor. Until tomorrow, enjoy your day. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.